0: What's up, guys? I am back for another short episode. On my way home from work, actually got off early, but just wanted to talk about week 15 of the NFL season and my fantasy league, which is like, like it's elite. Um, I'm, I'm in a 14-man dynasty league. Well, man, not really accurate. There's like four women, I think, in my league, but um, yeah. Uh, I'll talk about that later, but we'll talk again about the AFC and... and well, I guess I could have went, but I didn't. And, uh... And the NFC. I mean, it's, uh... You know... I... I The NFC looks like that conference where... I I'm not sure that they could beat anybody in the AFC that's like legit, but... You know, we'll see. I mean, obviously, the playoffs have yet to be played. Most of the spots, even, have yet to be determined. There's going to be seven this year instead of uh, there's going to be seven playoff teams this year instead of uh, instead of six like normal. So we'll get a we'll get a really good opportunity to find out who's for real. But as I told you guys, Buffalo, you know, starting on Saturday. They're 11-3, and three, AFC East champs, first time since the 90s. You know, got to give them credit. Like I said, I I believe they're the only team, realistically, that can beat Kansas City uh, head-to-head. It's like I said, you know, it, it's not about, you know, necessarily going after them. I mean, I think other teams have a chance, but if all things are equal, you have to have a mobile quarterback. Who can make plays outside the pocket you have to have a defense they can turn you over and you have to be able to run the football to take time off the clock to keep the ball away from Mahomes. and there's no team that really has all that i mean even pittsburgh i mean rosslisberger rosslisberger is 37 and he this year he actually looks like he's 37 i mean he moves like a statue like it's brutal but uh you know when i look at the rest of the teams out there um I think the Ravens you know Lamar Jackson he's probably going to have a, another good couple games here before the playoffs start but again uh, we talked about it. I don't think they're real contenders um I don't I don't I don't see them beating the Chiefs or even the Steelers you know in a, in a playoff game Buffalo no no chance um I don't. I don't see that happening. Maybe they win one, but whoever they face next is going to be one of those top three teams. Um, and then you look at, uh, like I say, Pittsburgh. They play tonight. Uh, I got Deontay Johnson. Who you know, if Deontay Johnson. I. I. If Deontay Johnson didn't drop so many passes, I probably would have won two more games in my league this year. Like, he's really gotta get that corrected because in the playoffs it doesn't get any more high pressure than that and and those those passes that he's gonna have to catch like there, there's there's more pressure than ever to make those catches and the catches in the regular season doesn't mean they' don't have pressure on them but it just means that I mean it's it's more so low pressure like excuse <sighs> He has easy drops. I think that's the worst part is, like, dude, like, (laughs) there's nowhere near you, and you just drop these passes, like, it was pretty insane. But, you know, looking at the NFC, you know, Saints and Chiefs played yesterday. Obviously, Breeze played okay, not good enough. Give the Saints defense credit, you know. Uh, but this is what I talk about with the with the Chiefs. I mean, they're going to play these one-score games, like, every single week. And one of these weeks, probably in the postseason, they can keep playing that dangerous game. But, you know, if you had told me the Chiefs would win the turnover battle, I would have told you they blow them out, right? That makes sense, right? I mean, you got that offense, and then they win the turnover battle too, like... But that's not really the way the game went. That's why the game has to be played. That's why I have such faith in Buffalo, even though a lot of people feel like, well, that's a crazy pick. I mean, they're not really, you know, they're not that good or whatever it is that you think of them. You know, come playoff time, we're going to see. Obviously, Josh Allen does have the experience. And I think that's a – well, he does, actually. I, I forget. Last year last year was that, that, that game that he – he needed that game. He needed to fail like that, I think, in order to have the success that I think he will have this year. I, I really do think that was okay. ultimately a good thing for Josh Allen. Like, And you just knew, at least I did, and I, I told anyone who would listen, <laughs> so like you guys, uh, I just knew it was going to motivate him. And, and I said that. I said that it was going to motivate him um, going into this year, and he was going to come out guns blazing. I thought he would, again, like I say, he, he surpassed my own expectations, but that's good. You know, that's good. I thought he would take a step, but did I think that he would like really establish himself as a bona fide, you know, franchise changing player? No, I mean, I, 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 I don't think that I, I thought that even in my wildest dreams, like because that's such a big step, but again, you know, he had improved every year, and maybe I should have seen that coming, maybe maybe I should have been a little more, you know, ready for that to happen, but um, back to the game, um, you know, the Saints, they put up a good fight, but in the end, they they couldn't finish, Um, you know, in the NFC, it's gonna really be them in Green Bay, I mean, pretty much just, you know, Aaron Rodgers. I was looking at uh, his numbers. Guy's got 40 touchdowns and four interceptions this year. Like that's incredible. And Devontae Adams. He's got like half of them, right? I mean, there's a there's a girl in my lead that I thought I was gonna play. Now I don't. I didn't. I didn't look and see if she won, but I don't think she won because she had 130 points. Her opponent had 122. He still had two people left. So she probably didn't win but she was being carried the entire year by Roger by by Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams. And I mean the rest of her roster was just you know like but they're putting up between them they're putting up, you know, 50 60 points every single week. So it's like okay, if I put up if I put up 50 or 60 points between two guys, that means cuz we got what is it? quarterback, two running backs, Five wide receivers, and that could be that—four wide receivers, or it could be a tight end, another running back, or another wide receiver. So, um basically, a realistic offense. That's basically what what it is. And so I'm like, you know, if you get 60 points from two guys, that means the other three guys, or the other uh the other five guys, all they got to do is put up 80 points, and you probably have won most weeks, right? So you know that's really what wound up happening most weeks and she wound up I think she only had two losses coming into this week like she was I think yeah she was like 11 and two and she had to buy she was a, she was number one seed and, but I'm looking at girl you know, I told you guys man my roster my roster is <laughs> it I don't know anybody's got a better roster realistically. And when I say realistically, I mean, the people in your league know how to play. They know how to draft. They know how to, you know, make trades and all that. But I went into the draft basically saying I am going to target specific people. I did get some help and some advice from a book that I bought. Um, It really helped me a lot because this was the first year that I really prepared. Like, I really took time. I took probably about 10 hours, I think and really just went into it and said okay you know what I want to win this thing this is my first dynasty league I want to you know I want to do well because in my other league it's just a Yahoo league and I I do not do well when you start talking about whether it's COVID whether it's you know like COVID kind of took out everybody's roster unless you had a, a certain amount of people right but I don't do I do better the more people I draft. Because I like playing that long game, right? Like draft picks and all that stuff. So you guys want to know my roster. What is this, you know, unbeatable and it's not unbeatable. I would, I was 9 and 4 with this roster, but I knew that I would beat anybody in one You know what I'm saying? Like you like that's the roster I had. I had one of those rosters that was like, okay, I might be nine and four. You may say, okay, you got four losses. You're not that beatable. But the guys I have on my roster, I was like, dude, any one week, any one of my guys can score 30 points. Like, that That was kind of the thing. So, okay, you guys want to know what my roster is, I'm sure, right? Mahomes, he was actually my first pick, right? Like, talk about a double standard, right? <laughs> like, Mahomes, Chris Carson, okay? Um... Who's my other running backs let's see Adrian Peterson uh Edmonds from Arizona he actually helped me out a bunch because when when what's name got hurt and you knew he would like he, he he helped me win a couple 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 games um I'm trying to think who is my other main running back it's not I'll have to think about that because I don't I don't I don't think I remember who it was I don't think I remember so, I will think about that and come back to it. But, let's see. Um, my ride receipt, my, my tight end is Hayden Hurst, and he's been pretty much trashed the entire year. But, even with that said, like, if he just gives me, like, 8 to 10 points, like, that's all I ask for. Like, he had a couple big weeks early, but he kind of tapered off after that so I'm fine with that, you know, like, because, I mean, dude, you have Mahomes, Mahomes can score 40 every week, Chris Carson, right, okay, so wide receivers, okay, so how about Ridley from Atlanta, DK Metcalf, okay, <laughs> so those two alone would be more than enough, but how about I drafted Brandon A. U. okay, Um, and then Robert Woods, and then I have Depp, right, because I got Adrian Peterson, right, now, lately, they haven't given him very many carries, you know, I don't mind that, Gerald Everett, okay, and guys, I'm going off the top of my head, I don't have it in front of me, because I'm driving, but, um, I also have, let's see, uh, the guy who's the number one receiver for New England, um, right now, uh, Myers or something like that, I have him, um, Oh, I have both of Tennessee's backup running backs. Cause I just thought Derrick Henry was gonna get hurt at some point, like, and boy, he's proved me wrong on that, right? Like, hey, good on him, good on him. I like to see him, you know, playing that old school style of, of running game and, and just destroying people. And boy, he gave Norman a stiff arm for to die for yesterday. Um, but yeah, guys, I mean, that that team. I mean, when you think, okay, DK Metcalf is a number one bona fide superstar Calvin Ridley he's he wasn't even a number one but everybody knew he was gonna have a breakout year right like DK was the guy that probably took my fantasy league over the top though because Robert Woods I feel like you know I got him like in the sixth round or whatever but you know Ridley really I targeted him early after Mahomes he was my pick because I had to choose between okay do I want you know like we had we still had some good guys on the board when I took Ridley, some guys that were ahead of him, and I was like, nah, give me this guy. Because I know when they throw the ball, it's either going to Julio or him first or second every single time. So, oh, Brian Hill, that's who else I, I have as my running back. He's not, my, he's not one of my starters. I can't think of who my other starter is. So, after that, like I said, dude, DK Metcalf, people are surprised at what he was doing. Like, last couple weeks, he's tapered off because teams are really focused on him, like Washington yesterday. Like, dude. I'm gonna tell you how good my league is. Mahomes had a bad day yesterday by his standards. DK Metcalf gave me nine points. AUK didn't do anything. Um And who else? Chris Carson. Chris Carson had like nine points. He gave me nine points. Dude, I still by the time by the time Sunday night came, I still had a hundred and I think like twenty points. No, no. No, I had more than that. Like, she had 130, the girl I played. She had 130, but I I had still outscored her, and I still have um, Deontay Johnson tonight. Like, dude, it's crazy, because every one of my guys, like, if one guy has a bad game, okay, the other guy just picks up the slack and puts up 30. You know, like, I mean, Mahomes was, I mean, by his standards, right, by the video game numbers he puts up, he was not at all very good yesterday, and yet... I didn't need him to win. And I told... I to, she was like... She was like, oh, you know, I... You know, you you got... You know, because I think it was 130 to 100 before his game came. And I was like, I don't even need him to do well to win. Like, I already knew. Like, my buddy was asking me about that. He's like, dude, he's like, you got Mahomes. He's like, how many... How many points does she have? Like, She's got 130. He's like, how many people you got? I'm like, I got I got three people. One of them Mahomes. One of them was Deontay Johnson. And... One of them was... I can't remember who it was. It was somebody else, though, that, that was playing uh, a, a Sunday afternoon game. I was like, dude, they're going to score 30 points without even trying between them. Like, and even when Mahomes was struggling, I was like, even if he has a bad game, I'm still going to win handily. And sure enough, like, I literally am up 26 points without DeAndre Johnson playing tonight. Right? Like, I mean... Dude, the roster's loaded. The only way I lose next week, the only way I lose the championship game next week is if everybody just has like the worst game of their careers. That's it. That's the only way. It's the only way. And the other guy, his roster, his roster, I think it's a little bit better than um Justine's roster, but like I played him. Dude, I went nine and four, right? One of my losses was not to him. He I beat him by 70 the week I played him, 70, and that was without, like, everything coming together, I, I, I had put, like, a couple people out, like, I had a couple people had buys, like, I was like, dude, this, if I ever put it all together, this roster is gonna be ridiculous, now, I'm gonna, I ain't gonna lie to you guys, I'm not gonna lie to you guys, my roster, it's gotten better as the year goes on, like, Mahomes, right, okay, so, Mahomes, there was a, a week that I benched him for Brady, which turned out to be a mistake. Although, when Mahomes went on his bye, Brady did step in. and Because I have Brady and Roethlisberger, too. So, I, if Mahomes were to get an injury, dude, I'm not going to be lacking all that much. It's not it's not like going from 40 points to, to 10 points. It's going to be like, okay, these two guys can still get me 20. And their upside is high enough that they can give me even more than that. Like, they have those kinds of offenses. So, you know... Like, I don't necessarily need Mahomes to win, but, of course, you're not going to not play Mahomes. In fact, he plays Tennessee, <laughs> I think. Wait, no. Who does he play? Who does he play? Why is everybody slowing down? What the heck is going on here? That's some geniuses, boy. Um, No, he plays. Who does he play? He plays. I can't remember. I can't remember. But you know what? It's probably a divisional game, you know, because it's that, that time of year, right? So. But, yeah, um, I, I have a heck of a roster, guys. Like, I, my roster is – I expect to be telling you that I won the championship next week handily, like, because the last, the last, like, five weeks, it's just been a zone in. Like, I've just been looking at my guys, and I'm just like – I'm not going to lose this week. Like, I know what the projections say, and the projections don't always come to fruition. But everything is so loaded. Like, when you got four number one receivers on your team, dude, you're you're going to give yourself a chance every single week. But that, that goes back to scouting. That goes back to drafting. That goes back to what information do I need? What don't I need? Right? Like, because, okay, we'll just take Brandon Ayuk, right? And I didn't mean to turn this into a fantasy football podcast, but, like... We'll just take him, right? Okay, so he got off to a slow start. Brandon Ayuk wasn't doing anything before, like, week like six or seven, right? So you say, okay, I didn't need him to, though. Like, I still had Robert Woods. I still had DK Metcalf was going off, I still had Calvin Ridley was doing Calvin Ridley things, right? So whoever was in that slot, it didn't really matter because I didn't need him to be great. But then all of a sudden, uh, Debo Samuel can't stay healthy and even though he's got bad quarterbacks around him dude he he's he's not a normal rookie this guy is a legitimate de facto number one right look i think a lot of guys like if you look at the rosters in my draft like i'm in fact just to prove it to you in my league okay waivers right so you got 14 teams so your waivers everybody's got a hundred dollars do you know how much money i've used on waivers $12. $12. Would Like everybody else in my league literally has eight to 10 more transactions than me on the free agent wire. Even when I would lose, it wasn't about that. I just knew. I said, okay, if my guys stay healthy enough, because I had the depth, like I've told you some of the guys that I had, like those guys started games. Adrian Peterson, Brian Hill, Every, like, those guys started games. I don't need you to be great. You're a backup. I expect exactly what you gave me, which is being a backup, like, half as many points as a starter, right? I don't need you to be great. I, I never needed those guys to be great. But that's why you draft correctly. You draft correctly. You let your roster sit there. Don't waste your money unless you absolutely have to. And sure enough, that's what happened. Everybody's killing the way Roy. Oh, you know, this guy needs to be replaced and... You know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm talking about they were killing transactions. I'm just sitting there and I'm not I'm not moving, dude. I look through the waiver wire and I literally will look through it and say, nope, not worth it. One guy, I put $20 for That was Andy Dalton. And it wasn't because I needed Andy Dalton. It was because I wanted to take him away from somebody else. Strategically, that's what you do. When you know your opponent needs something and you can get it, don't let him get it if you can, if you had a say in it. Now, she put up 25 for him. Hey, Good on you, good on you. I didn't need Andy Dalton, and people would have been mad if I got him because they would have said, "Well, what'd you get him for?" Just so you guys couldn't have him. I'm trying to win, like winners never quit, and quitters never win. Right? So keep that mentality, right? Like, if I can take Mahomes away from you, (laughs) why wouldn't I? Dude, I swear to God, as soon as I picked Mahomes, he—I had the fourth pick, I think, or the yeah. I had the fourth pick. And when you have the fourth pick, my next pick was, like, 17th or something. And I'm like, okay, if I don't take Mahomes now, and he wasn't even a target of mine. Like, of course, I put him on my list of people I'd like to draft. But then the way the way the draft went, like, okay, it was, like, Christian McCaffrey. And then, like, it was, like, two other, like, stud guys, not running backs. And I was like, oh, I see how this is going to go. And I was like, you know what? I might as well take Mahomes because at some point, and i it, the funny thing is, somebody asked me, like, why'd you take him before?" I was like, I just wanted to see what it's like to play with him. And, man, I mean, playing with him is like, he put on video game numbers every week, boys. Like, and girls. Like, he really is. Like, it's crazy. Like, I, it's, and there's been weeks that he hasn't done so good, but his bad weeks are, like, most quarterbacks' average weeks, right? If he gives me 25 points, that's a bad week for him. <laughs> like... Like yesterday, I think he gave me somewhere around that range where it's like, okay, I had some turnovers and all this stuff, right? And that's that's how it goes. Like he's he's right now, he's he's in the driver's seat, you know. But anyway, back to the NFL, guys. Um, one of the things that I am intrigued to see, you know, the St. Louis Rams or <clears throat> St. Louis Rams, man, you can tell where, man. Okay, the. <laughs> la rams they lost yesterday to a new york jets i want to see how this affects them i want to see how jared Goff bounces back from this because they they're my super bowl pick as you guys know and you say man how can you pick a team like that 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 you know they play down in their competition this is how they've been every week they play up to their competition they play down their competition But in the playoffs, the one good thing is there's no bad opponents, right? So they can't slip up. You know, if they don't play well, they don't play well. But it's not going to be because they play down to anybody, right? So I want to see how they bounce back from this because that was a bad loss, right? They took too long to get going. You can place it on golf or whatever you want. But in the end, they didn't play well enough to win. The Jets did, right? I've watched probably most of the second half of that game. Um, Look, I... been saying this for a while i do think sam darnold is a franchise quarterback but but when you have a bad team around you a bad roster it is so much harder to develop it really is and i am i i mean you guys know that i mean let's be honest here okay let's let's take josh allen right did josh allen improve from year one to year two to year three to year four yes his numbers and accuracy went up every single year. But this is the first year he's really had legitimate number one wide receiver. And what do number one wide receivers do? They dictate coverage, right? So now as a defense, I have to double digs because if I don't, he can beat me intermediate. He can beat me in a screen game. He can beat me over the top because he has a good speed, right? And he's a great route runner. So when you have that, Now, all of a sudden, instead of Josh Allen worrying about, you know, seven defenders if they're rushing four, he's only worrying about six. You'd be surprised how much that safety attention shaded to that side. Or if I see cover one, I know they're going to shade the dig side. And if they don't, guess what? I'm taking my shots, right? It it makes a huge difference. Who's Darnold's receivers? I mean, let's be honest. Even though I know some of the guys, they're not even worth naming. All right? Like, he has... Nobody. His offensive line is young. He's got a 78-year-old running back, <laughs> right? Like, I love Frank Gore, but, I mean, he's not... This is not how you determine if you have a franchise quarterback. If they give on, up on him, I guarantee you it's going to be a mistake, but it's going to be somebody else's prize, I believe, you know? Um. But I want to see how the Rams rebound from that, um, you know? The NFC, to me, is so watered down. I just don't think... I think Arizona could beat Green Bay. You know what I mean? I mean that's what I mean. I think I think Washington could beat the Saints. You know, I, I it. There's no clear cut favorite. I, I, don't believe. You know, in the in the NFC, I mean, I know that the, the headliner is always going to be Breeze or Rogers or whatever it is, but those teams are not that good. Like, just being honest. I mean, but we'll see. Again, come playoff time. We'll see. We'll see where they are. We'll see what what exactly happens. Um, I do think that, you know, like I said, those those teams, three through seven, have a shot. Maybe before they didn't, right? Maybe before that wasn't the case. But that's the case now, you know. But we'll see. You know, I'm interested to... To see what the Rams do, how they bounce back. Um. They play Seattle, so it's a game they have to win, really. DK Metcalf against Jalen Ramsey, right? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the NFL. It's a little wacky this year anyway because of where things stand. Um, as for the Jets winning and basically giving up their rights to the number one pick. I'd never condone a team for 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 not winning. But hey, good on them. But and Trevor Lawrence Lawrence doesn't fix everything. I mean, I that's obvious. Now, is he better than Darnold? I think so. But at the same time, I don't think Darnold has been given a fair shot. I don't think that he's been given the, the, the tools to succeed. You know, Adam Gase is not exactly a genius. All right. I mean, look at Tannehill. He's the perfect example of, well, this guy played under Adam Gase. And Tannehill was good under Adam Gase. He wasn't great. Now he goes to Tennessee and he's great. Right. 31 touchdowns, five picks. Like, this guy's having a hell of a year. Nobody's talking about it because Tennessee runs the football so much, right? So nobody says, well, Tannehill's helping lead that team. I remember last year when Aaron Jones was most of the Packers offense, nobody said, well, Aaron Rodgers is being carried by Aaron Jones, right? Double standard, right? And people say, oh, well, we saw him carry a team to the Super Bowl. But it's the, is it not the same thing, though? Is, is it not the same thing? Is it not the same thing if Aaron Rodgers has 3,500 yards you don't look at his 3,500 yards the same as Ryan Tannehill, even though both of their, their teams ran the football first, right? So, again, that, that's what we talk about, you know, is that, you know, it's, people will, will fit the argument to whatever they want, you know, it to, it to be, basically. But, yeah, he's having a phenomenal year. And I'm interested to see Tennessee now has an explosive offense, right? If you look at their their categories third down uh uh red zone uh, you know total offensive touchdown, they only trail either Buffalo or Kansas City in all those categories in everything so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see i I of course my dream is that I hope Buffalo doesn't play Tennessee, which I don't think um. I I don't think that can happen. Let me see. Okay, one seed is Chiefs, two is Steelers, three is Bills, four is Titans. So no, that can't happen. Um, Chiefs would have a buy. Steelers and Bills would get home playoff games. And the Titans. Yeah, so that can't happen until the AFC Championship. Okay. If things remain the same. Because the Browns... Oh, it probably... I don't think it could change anyway because the Steelers will probably win their division. So, yeah. And the Titans are a division leader. So... Yeah, and they hold the tiebreaker over the Colts, I believe. So, yeah, yeah, that can't happen. I'm glad because I want to see those two teams make some noise, uh, and 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 really put a dent into what everybody thinks is gonna happen. You know, and well, we'll see. We'll see. I'm 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 interested to 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 look at the playoffs and see who comes out on top. You know, who who makes a name for themselves. You know, it's gonna be. It's going to be good. It's going to be really interesting. I mean, we've got uh, the Chiefs, as far as I know, the Chiefs can clinch uh, home field advantage this coming week. Good for me because it's the championship game. I didn't want them to clinch before then, and I have to bench my homes, right? Like, (laughs) so, um, you know, that's, that's, that's great, but... Yeah, it's gonna be it's it's gonna be a heck of a playoffs. I think. I think. I think we're in for a real treat, guys. I really do. I think uh, this is gonna be one of those years where it's like we thought, but then what happened was like last year. Everybody thought it was gonna be the Ravens and, and Chiefs and the Titans played upset, but in this in this whole COVID thing, where I'm pretty sure we're still. Um, yeah, there isn't two buys, so there's only one buy. So, yeah, it's going to be so much weirder. <laughs> um, now, that doesn't mean you don't get another playoff game. Like, you're you, you you're not playing for the buy, but you're still playing for the seeding, right? So, like, for instance, if the Steelers were to lose, the Bills would then take over the number two seed and would have home field advantage until they saw Kansas City, right? So... That's that's huge, though, because, I mean, if I was the mayor and it was up to me, I've got to let Bill's Mafia into place. Like, I, I have to because—and I'm not saying everybody, but I'm saying, man, give me 10,000 fans or 20,000—whatever it is, whatever a low number is, one-fifth or whatever, I'd have to because— that place would not only be rocking, but you want it to be a real home field advantage. You don't want it to just be, okay, we're playing at Buffalo, (laughs) right? I mean, Kansas City has fans. Tennessee has fans. You know, I've seen their fans already. So you want that to be a real home field advantage. When the playoffs come, that's when you make your name. And Josh Allen can make a real name for himself come this postseason, especially if he's got, you know, two home playoff games or more, depending on what happens with Kansas City. You know, that to me would be a, a great scenario for not just Josh Allen, not just the Bills, but the NFL. I mean, the NFL is 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 very good when Buffalo's very good, right? It's it's better, right? So, you know, I'd be I'd be excited about that personally, but hey, I mean I'm you know I'm a little different, you know. So Patriots missing the playoffs for the first time in a long time. Um, look, they just never got on track. Their defense Probably could have carried them if they had all their regulars. Um. And then they would be a dangerous out. But. Officially been eliminated. Um. It's tough. They're going to get a middle of the road draft pick. Right. Uh. You know. And it's going to be. It's going to be interesting for them. (laughs) Miami. Right now. If the playoffs started. They would be in. Um. The Ravens wouldn't be. So that's interesting. Um. You know, you have to give the Dolphins credit. I know if I were Pittsburgh, I think Pittsburgh would beat Miami. Obviously, that would be the matchup today. But I don't think it would be easy. You know, Pittsburgh, like I said, they play a dangerous game. Now, rookie quarterback, hey, you got to give the nod to the Steelers. But we'll see. We'll we'll see how these scenarios wind up up at. the Bills, you know, I, do they still, they do, they play the Dolphins one more time, wow, so that could be up for grabs as well, interesting, interesting, okay, well, man, it's going to be a heck of a last two weeks of the season, guys, anyway, guys, I'm going to jump off here, thank you for listening to me. Uh, rant about how good my fantasy football team is. (laughs) It's been a while, guys. I, I won, I think the first time I played and then I won like a five-year drought last year. I did so bad. I got the number one pick. And then this year in, in the other league that I had, I got Christian McCaffrey, but he's been on the shelf more than half the year, of course, because I had the number one pick. Now he decides to get hurt. Um, which is actually what I thought when I took my homes, I was like, dude, if he gets hurt, I'm going to be so pissed off. Like, but he didn't, you know, and in the dynasty league, I'm, I'm, I'm doing good. So I will be back on guys next week. Looking forward to how the week plays out. It's going to be good. Uh, like I said, I will jump back on here for an NBA, uh, NBA talk. Um, I just haven't yet, but I will anyway, everybody have a great day and I will talk to you guys next time.